0: Grace to you and peace from God our Heavenly Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'm going to read all six verses, but we're going to concentrate on verse 5 today. So Philippians 2 verses 5 to 11. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God but made himself of no reputation taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death even the death of the cross therefore God has also highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. It really does tell God's plan, and it it outlines the humiliation and exaltation of Jesus, which we find in the Apostles' Creed and the Nicene Creed, that journey from the throne of God To the lowest of low, a death on a cross, and a burial in a borrowed tomb. Up again to the heights where he is praised, and that praise brings glory to God. And it's a a wonderful journey to follow this Lenten season as we look at what Christ has done for us. But more importantly, as we look at what Christ would have us do how Christ would have us live our lives, how Christ would have us mind. And I'm not saying mind your manners, but how he would like the gray matter up here to process things and think about things. I said at the beginning uh, in the introduction to the service, there are, there are trends going on today that are not in keeping with what Christ would have There are trends that are destructive to the very fiber of mankind. And I mean, we can talk about the political topics of abortion, euthanasia, capital punishment. We can also talk about social justice. We can talk about peaceful protests and riots. But what we have to look at is more than just the action What's the thought behind the action? What is the mind that puts that action in place? And as we look at most of the arguments, it's either the good of someone else, or I think about myself first. It's all about me. It's all about what I want, what I like, what benefits me, what I desire, what serves me and what suits me and not what matters to anyone else. As we read the news, as we watch the news on television, as we listen to it on the radio, story after story comes out of people putting themselves ahead of everyone else. And I emphasize the everyone because they're the most important in the world. I asked you at the beginning if I if I or I said to you at the beginning if I s- said to you think about the the first person you think of how many of it you would say it was you Let me rephrase the question If I ask you to tell me the name of the person you think about the first thing when you get up in the morning is it going to be you Let me rephrase it again. If I, if I ask you to tell me the name of the person you think of, the last person you think of, when you go to bed and put your head on a pillow at night, is it going to be you? Far too many people, the mind that they have, the first person they think of in the morning is themselves. The last person they think of in the evening is themselves and pretty much through the day It's what I want, what I need, what I like. Oh, I might think about someone else once in a while. But boy, I'm sure going to make sure and take care of myself. What's the saying? You got to take care of number one. Got to take care of yourself or you can't take care of someone else. You ever heard that saying? Have this mind in you. Have this attitude in you. Have this thought process in you which was in Christ Jesus. And as we look at what Christ does, we're going to find he thinks very little about himself because his heart and his mind are fixed on something else. As he goes through the process we're going to detail in this Lenten journey, Any rational person who thinks about themselves would not make that journey, would not take that trip, would not allow that to happen to themselves. But Jesus Christ, for the glory of God and for our salvation, kept in his mind that which was most important to God, that which was dearest to his heart, And it wasn't his own son it was you and me when we look around us do we see the needs of the other people or do we see the faults I said recently at uh, at a meeting that we get pretty good at uh, picking specs no, I'm not talking about the stock market. We look in our brother's eye and say, hey, you got, you got a speck in there. And then I said, and we forget that we haul whole lumber yards in our own eyes. Our sins are so great, but we cover them up and we notice every fault and every flaw. What if God were to notice all of our faults? How many sins did it take to fail getting into heaven? One. And how many times that do we have? How many thousands or millions of sins have we committed in our lives, and yet God sees not one? Have this mind in you, the same as Christ did not look upon our sins and on account of them refused to act in our behalf but chose the path that his father had laid before him. Regardless of how sin-filled we were, his mind was filled with our ransom, our salvation, our reclamation, He would have us do the same. Instead of being defensive, be receptive. Instead of looking at the problems, look at the solutions. Instead of finding the faults, find the favors. Instead of holding everyone at arm's length, I know we. I'm going to say this now, and you're going to go, no, no, Pastor, we can't do that right now. Instead of holding everyone at arm's length, open the arms and drag them in. Hold them close to our hearts. That is the mind that Christ would have us have. To look to our neighbors as those who are in need and to seek to do for them what is necessary, what is beneficial, what is good. To help them in any way that we can help them. Regardless of what they've done to us. Regardless of what they can do for us. Regardless of any fact of their life. On account of what Jesus Christ did in dying on the cross. On account of what his mind was. Breathing out those words, it is finished. On account of the mind that gives his body and blood to be the true spiritual food that we need for our journey to feed us in heart and soul and mind and to put all of our might in service to our Heavenly Father have this mind in you which was also in Christ Jesus we look to Jesus because there we find our way because there we find that we are redeemed if we are filled with sin Let me, let me change that if I had just finished working on my car and my hands were coated in a layer of grease you know, you know how that works right you go to change one spark plug and all of a sudden you're, you're grease all the way up to your elbows no guys are shaking their heads you don't work on your cars and I extend my hand to help you are you going to take the help If our lives are filled with sin and we seek to help someone else are they going to accept our help but if we show them the mind and heart of Jesus Christ that cleanses us of all our sins and that offers them that same redemption we hold forth that hand washed by the blood of Jesus Christ pure and holy and seek to help God willing they'll accept that help it all starts with having the mind of Jesus to control our heart and our hands may God give to us that mind that was in Christ Jesus may he help us in our lives of service May he lead us where we need to be, give us strength to do the things we need to do. Most of all, may he bless us in heart and soul and mind with the knowledge of Jesus Christ, the love for Jesus Christ, and the blessings of his abiding relationship with us that same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Now may the peace that passes all understanding keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen.